Welcome to Cretech Climate Cast, a podcast series devoted to educating, inspiring, and leading the built world to address the world's biggest crisis, climate change. I'm your host, Michael Beckerman, CEO of Cretech Climate, the leading voice for the real estate industry's commitment to climate tech. Join me each week for 20 minutes as we connect with the world's leading real estate and tech innovators from VCs, real estate companies, academic and nonprofit sectors. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it's Michael Beckerman. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Cretech Climate Cast, where I talk to leaders who are helping to inspire the built world to decarbonize and address climate change with a great sense of urgency. So, you know, if you're following this podcast, typically I'm having on what I feel are the industries that are going to help us to address this I don't even, it's not even a crisis. It's a existential, I can't even say a crisis that, you know, I, I feel like the world and survival is at stake. And if we don't address climate change with a huge sense of urgency, we're all fucked. So um, maybe not in my lifetime, but my kids and everybody else's kids and future generations. And so when the questions get asked about what did you do when you knew and you had all the information, I'm trying to do something about it. And so is my guest. Uh, Zachary Smith, CEO of Zalbin. When I think about like the industries that are going to help us tackle this crisis, I don't have much faith in the public sector. I just don't think they're going to be able to get their shit together in an orchestrated, coordinated way. So it's going to have to come from the private sector. That's going to be venture. We need the money. We need corporates. We need companies to be able to recognize the problem and lean in and adopt a lot of these technologies. And then we need the leaders to come up with the great products and uh, solutions that are going to help us get to net zero. And I met Zach, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and it was, he had me at living walls. I was done. I was like, I'm all in, man. I, I'm going to help you. I'm going to support you. Been so inspired by Zach and his team and what they've been doing at Zalbin and Model Z, which we'll hear all about. But, you know, Zach is he's also the type of person that makes my job so wonderful because we need the cool kids with the cool ideas and the cool products. And he's top of the list for me. So anyway, Zach, enough with my ramble. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thanks for having me on, Michael. Thank you for all, all the uh, overly kind words of me. And uh, obviously, it's uh, very mutual. Uh, you're an affectious human. Been, uh, been very uh, in- encouraging, inspiring, and, uh, and help leading the, the front to, uh, to creating a more promising future. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, man. So Zach, let's introduce yourself to the audience uh, that might not be familiar with you. Before we get into Zalbin and Model Z, just tell everybody about you, where you've been, and and also, you know, because this is so personal to so many leaders like yourself, we're trying to create healthier work and living spaces. So what, why is this also important to you? Where does that come from? Yeah, I can start off a little bit about myself, kind of my background, some of these highlights of uh, what we've done. But I'm Zach. I'm the CEO, founder of Zobin. Some of the highlights have been in Forbes, starting to 30, where I also serve as board member. Me and my team, we've developed a product, which we, we were really excited about. Uh, that was featured on Time 100 Best Inventions. Oddly enough, before I got to this path, I, I started in investment banking. So maybe so far away from the world of sustainability and, and climate tech. Here in Chicago, I was a VP, but it really introduced me to these different ideas and these merging industries. So raising capital, working with private companies, but again, ultimately having that kind of crossroads 
discovering this passion for sustainability, climate tech, and working with forward-thinking companies. And then you saw this amazing emergence, right, of these associations like USGBC, Well, uh, Cretech, who have all kind of galvanized this mission to build a more sustainable future, which, you know, to how you, you made this introduction of it's not just a crisis, it's really an existential crisis. And so I, I think um, finding something that can help contribute to help be a solution now uh, while we're kind of reinventing and uh, inventing ourselves, hopefully out of this large looming problem uh, that we're already seeing the effects of was ultimately where I wanted to channel my energy. So it was been, been a very interesting journey to date. But uh, um, I, I think, you know, uh, with you doing the podcast, creating and galvanizing all, all these champions, I, I, I certainly felt and shared that this is something I, I want to uh, look back on and uh, hopefully help help contribute some, uh, some, some solutions to make this better for future generations. Yeah. And I love the way you said, Zach, that's really, uh, I'm going to have to use that. I'm going to steal that going forward, inventing our way out of the, uh, the crisis. Cause I think that's the, that's the, I don't think, I know that's the answer. I mean, we need professionals like you to come into this industry to tackle the built world, uh, responsibility, 40% of all carbon emissions to get the industry excited and, and investing in these solutions. So what was the idea that you had? Talk to us about the platform and the big idea. Yeah, and I think I'll, I'll kind of answer that with the almost a question, just to kind of get you where where to me maybe the epiphany happened. And uh, this is for you and to anyone listening. Um, when was the last time that you were in nature, and how did that make you feel? And maybe it was going on a walk in the park, maybe mountain bike riding, hiking, uh, even though summer's closing. But maybe it was just that weekend to the beach, right, of getting away. And when we're immersed in nature, we feel happier and healthier, right? And I think for me it was living in Chicago um, and being in, in the city, um, those moments, in particular when I was in finance, when I was working 60-hour weeks, was just so far few in between. And, uh, and, and when I looked at climate change, it's really this, this unseparation, this disconnection of what we have with nature. But when we were spending our time in it, we're, we're more creative, more productive, uh, we're healthier, more active. And then I thought, well, you know, even if I was living in, you know, the mountains, how are we spending most of our lives? We're spending it 90% indoors, right? And a third of that, whether it's working from home or in the office. And uh, I think the part of the problem was too, of just kind of our, our the human psychology and biology impacts our mental health, this disconnection, our energy levels, even our sleep rhythm. And again, it was going back to this unhealthy separation. And for, for Zobin, and what really caused or got me excited uh, about sustainability and really you know, the interest in, in leading to forming Zobin and our, our product, Model Z, was reimagining our indoor environments. And over time, our, our city uh, escapes, our, our, our developments, and just really uh, the idea of just reconnecting these things that, again, just make us happier and healthier for us uh, and our planet. Yeah, I, you know, I'm somebody that is so passionate about the outdoors that, and I have always kind of known that, that when I feeling a little anxious or I'm feeling, you know, I'm, I, I might be stressed about something and I just go for a walk anywhere I can and just get outside. I just immediately feel better. So, there, and the science proves that, right, Zach? So there's no doubt about that. So talk to us about the product 
that you built, how it works, and then we'll get into you know sort of where you're deploying it, which is pretty freaking cool too. Yeah, I mean, I think kind of going back to uh, I, I, again uh, one where it's being deployed and why is I think with uh, with COVID and kind of this great reset or really this pause in human history for everyone uh, is we wanted to develop a product, being the Model Z, that is this living wall plug and play, so it seamlessly integrates into the workspace. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea. It's, uh, it's hydroponic, so no dirt, no bugs, no mold, uh, self-waters. So we don't want to create anything with drainage or, or electric or irrigation. We wanted something that could be part of the workplace culture, uh, but also uh, automatic LED plant lighting, right? Even to going back to that idea of connecting us with nature, but even just our circadian rhythm. So having these products set in indoor spaces that aren't going to disrupt our sleep patterns. Also, the plants are 98% uh, survival rates year over year. Uh, so we're not replacing plants. That was something we really wanted to take, take uh, in, into design of creating something that's not just beautiful, but also is going back to that circular economy of, of how efficient it is. And the biggest part with living walls is plant replacement or operations maintenance over time. So we wanted to completely uh, help eliminate that. Also, the, uh, what we've done in we'll get kind of, I guess, in, in for, further in this conversation, Michael, is the 24-7 plant monitoring. We wanted to integrate with technology to understand moisture levels, humidity levels, air quality, all to, to help point to not that just the you know, to beautiful interior uh, environments or vertical landscapes as we think about truly greening cities, but to make sure plants are healthy, but also going back to some of those, those uh, benefits of, again, human performance, um, which I think is kind of interesting when we think of at least the workplace and the slow return. And we'll see what Delta throws us here. But, you know, of, of having some normalcy, uh, you know, companies are really looking at new ways to embrace health and wellness in the workplace. And there's really this ROI associated to employees. Um, 40% more productive. Our stress levels reduce by 30 to 60%. Uh, we have 15% more idea generation and 20% less sick days. Uh, so I, I think you know, now is really the perfect time to be proactive about what the future looks like. It doesn't have to be more the same. It can be better, be brighter, it can be more beautiful, grounded, and healthier for people uh, in our planet. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, I've seen that, you know, you're deploying to companies like Google, Nike, Ford. So you got big installations that you've done, like really dramatic, you know, lobbies and throughout the spaces. And you're also servicing individual customers as well. So tell us a little bit about like what the market looks like for Zobin and Model C. Who, Who are we serving? Which exciting for us, I, I think, and again, kind of with with COVID propelling us into thinking through health and wellness, um, as well as sustainability and, and climate tech, has kind of merged the the influencers, the people that build, that create tomorrow, or thinking about tomorrow. Uh, this being architects, developers, uh, end users. You know, again, these companies like Google uh, to create for their, their workforce, even property man- managers. And I think, you know, we're kind of all ready for this green revolution. Um, and so what we wanted to do and, uh, and how we're working with these companies is, again, creating a product that's plug and play uh, and, and can be seamlessly integrated into the workplace. And some of the problems that, we, that they've faced 
in the past of, you know, before creating these natural uh, indoor habitats is just the cost eff- effective. Today, companies or architects, again, developers, they have to build from scratch. So even for something that's going to be it, it part of maybe the center of an open floor concept or flex space or office, you can expect to pay 18000 to 30000 for these custom solutions. And so in contrast, when they create a product that was much more affordable, uh, so the Model Z uh, being 7500 but also taking uh, responsibility for that, that plant care uh, for $200 per month. So we wanted to create something that was turnkey and that they can just order and enjoy and uh, um, immediately become part of that workplace. Also, I think, you know, in talking about cost effective, just saves time, right? You don't have to deal with contractors, noise, debris. It's not uh, intrusive into the space. Uh, we created a product, again, really much like, like workplace furniture. And it ships flat, installs on site, so the team can enjoy it. Uh, but also what we're really excited about is creating something that's modular. So you can connect these living walls side by side to create this immersive space. And uh, you know, kind of going back to the psychology of what biofilic design, what living walls do, to humans, is it, all it is is really it's creating these micro environments, Michael, that we've evolved uh, for the modern humans last 60, 40,000 years. In some ways, we've, we've made spaces more efficient for people, but then we've completely eliminated what we've been uh, evolving uh, with uh, for, for you know, what's, what's been part of human history for a, a long time that we, we forget, right? Because we're, 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 we're uh, beings that live in the present, right? Or our minds might be in the past or future, but being in the present. So we, uh, uh, we miss that connection. But that's why we have this, this stark boost into, again, mental and uh, health uh, wellness. Um, and companies now are, are one, they've accepted the research, but two, it, it's, it's, just, it's, been, it's been an easy solution uh, to uh, welcome back employees and then knowing too that they're they're starting to connect their ethos sustainability with really health, healthy uh, spaces. Uh, for for their 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 team to to work in yeah and i i know i know zach that the, the companies it's a young company i know you're just getting started and you've gotten some some extraordinary press and accolades such as the top 100 inventions by time magazine and others when you think about like your big vision you know where do you, where do you see the company i mean when you close your eyes and you kind of look at the world and the built world how big can you scale this thing you know, Michael, I mean, I think for us, starting in workplaces allows, again, these architects, end users, developers, property managers, just accustomed to our technology, right? Plug in, uh, we're getting them, them familiar with how we're detecting humidity, air quality, where air quality in the workplaces is best u- being utilized. But once we think of, you know, how big can we get, we really think, you know, greening cities is where we're going to go. So we want to, to get Love these that. early adoption for products, right? Something that they can point to that's not uh, maybe um, a large, I don't want to say risk, but we'll say investment, a large investment of greeting entire uh, building mm-hmm. where now worked with us, they're familiar with, with our, our service, our technology, how we're sharing data. And again, that's going to be really part of this, this green future for you know, trading in our glass skyscrapers mm-hmm. with diverse plant species to welcome back birds, bees, ecosystems, air quality. And, uh, and we're seeing it, right? We're seeing it across Europe, Milan, 
Singapore. So we just we just need to continue to innovate and to, to really cultivate those partnerships and to to, you know, to be to help be champions as part of this vision. Yeah, it's take and, I, I, and I love the idea of you know because I've often wondered you know as somebody that doesn't live in a city lives outside the city and is fortunate to have uh, a country property in the middle of nowhere in the mountains on the east coast the, the stark contrast between like sort of that country lifestyle that suburban lifestyle we got trees in the backyard or I got you know mountains in my backyard whatever and then you go into a city and you just feel the the sense of concrete and glass and steel and the tension that that brings and you're like I always wondered why does it have to be such an extraordinary contrast <laughs> Like, why can't, why, why does it have to, like, when I go into the city, I got to go all the way to Central Park to catch my breath. You know what I mean? Like, why can't I just do that in those environments, which is what I love so much about, you know, what you're doing. So I think, I think it's a great vision, man. The other thing I just wanted you to touch on a little bit, uh, Zach, was I thought it was super cool, you know, that you were accepted, uh, invited, accepted into the uh, Google Climate Accelerator. What, what was that experience like? What'd you get out of it? First of all, being a startup, right? And uh, part of the job is to try to connect with these peers, even something uh, to, to my mind as unlikely as, as Google Climate Tech, right? Of machine learning and AI being really big part of that cohort and being one of 10 companies to, be, uh, to participate. It was very humbling, very humbling experience. You know, the, the people at Google, whether it was their mentors or just the team, they were just terrific, genuine, uh, authentic human beings, very much like you, Michael. For me, I think the biggest takeaway was the importance that machine learning is going to have to play in, in, in our spaces, whether it's something that doesn't maybe sound so uh, connected like living walls. But again, we want to understand how living walls on exteriors are in, impacting the uh, temperature for uh, air conditioning savings or heat savings or green roofs even being part of that uh, vision, right? We don't want to just point to, well, it makes the building beautiful, or there's, you know, what are we going to do? It's making the many space. And we really want to be able to tie those things into building efficiencies. And here's here's a pretty interesting statistic uh, that I think you uh, will, will appreciate. But if we were to, again, trade the glass uh, skyscrapers in New York, in Manhattan, and if we were to, to install green roofs across uh, all those buildings in the summertime, you would lower the entire city by five to seven degrees. Mm -hmm. So billions of dollars in energy savings, especially now with heat uh, island mitigation being a big problem. Again, we, we want to uh, help help understand what these products are, are, are doing and how they can really become part of this toolkit for return on investment, but also uh, adding to the uh, building efficiencies. And so that, that was our biggest takeaway was really building that technology. So whether it's a Model Z in the workplace or a green roof, or just you know, creating these vertical cities, green cities, to ultimately be able to tie the uh, carbon sequestration uh, again, you know, heat island effects. But you know, what's pretty, I guess, is you know, relevant. Unfortunately, is even water storm management, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so again, our, our products being hydroponics, they help uh, collect and retain up to eighty percent of water storms. So we're not seeing or we can help reduce this over flooding into our streets. Also working with those founders, it felt like therapy at times in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's, a, there's immense pressure uh, uh, of starting a company or for a lot of these amazing, terrific, just special founders. Um, 
the growing pains that come with that. And so yeah. I think, uh, you know, j- just like Cretech, there's just, there's a sense of community, um, which yeah. is, uh, which was just like a great takeaway, but also knowing, Hey, we're not alone in this fight. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, meet, meeting those people was just... Um, That's super cool, man. Experience. Super cool. You know, you, the point you made about lowering the temperature, I mean, that's one of the things that struck me about the extreme heat waves that we had in the summer of this you know, 21 was I heard something about in Portland when they were having these just record heat, all-time uh, heat wave, that the poorer neighborhoods were like eight degrees warmer than the more affluent neighborhoods you know, just a couple miles away. And the reason was, was because of the trees, more trees in affluent neighborhoods. And I'm like, that's freaking climate justice, man. Like there it is. I mean, if you need more proof about just the injustice, but also how greening a city, greening a neighborhood, greening a building has so many benefits. Um, it's, it was right there. Lastly, um, Zach, You've been so supportive of Cretech and uh, Cretech Climate, this mission we're on to decarbonize the built world. Your product's amazing. I am a huge fan. Help me, though, sell the entire real estate (laughs) global industry on why, and not just solutions like yours, but why embracing sustainability and climate tech is so important and what the benefits are to the real estate industry. Help me sell it, man. I guess summing it up. You know, when we look at energy savings from buildings, yeah, again, just with green roofs, uh, so up to 25% in what are heat savings, uh, up to 75% in air conditioning savings, uh, even 2% electricity. For indoor environments, there, there's a pretty, it's called the 330-300 model. And basically what it's sharing is if you took 2% of energy savings, it's about six cents per square foot. But if you took 2% in productivity and creativity improvements, it's about $6 per square foot. And so that's also, I think, part of this environmental, but also economic benefits that these products have. So again, we can be more efficient at work. We can be more efficient in the building that we're, we're working in. But ultimately, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take, Michael, these, these great champions that are innovating and looking for prop tech technologies, but are ultimately going to be able to Something that's so just untraditional, right? It's so drastic in 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 its at design, but it has has these unbounded benefits that, uh, as humans, we know instinctually. But it's just it's it's just so unorthodox in a lot of ways too. But I, I think that's what we really try to work through again of not having soil based products and being hydroponic because we want to be efficient, and you know even the um, water to be collecting. 10 times more efficient than soil, uh, but also being good partners in the operations and maintenance of these items, um, even from our own climate footprint of working with uh, and creating a gig economy for local uh, landscapers or partners to uh, better care and maintenance these products. So we've really tried to look through it holistically, but there, I think very fortunately, we're, we've all have this urgency of, of, uh, of adapting and, and creating these new technologies and we're, we're just happy to be part of it but it's it's um it's definitely definitely an effort that uh that we're, we're seeing a large signal across um some, some large developers of help adopting it and putting it well in place. 
Listen, Zach, I can't uh, thank you enough because, you know, a lot of professionals your age and with your background and your skill set, you could go anywhere, right? And you could do anything. And there's probably a lot easier paths to make money than, you know, this this one that you're on in terms of climate tech. It's hard. Uh, I mean, you, we thought, quote unquote, prop tech was hard. This is freaking hard, man. But, you know, I, I love the team. I love I love the product. I love the vision. I'm a big fan, man. So just keep on keeping on. And, you know, you got my personal support as well as the entire Cretec family. So thanks so much for being on the podcast, Zach. And everybody check out Zobin and Model Z. I know you'll be incredibly impressed. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for listening. Pleasure to be on. If you want to hear more about top industry trends, please hit subscribe. Join us on this journey to reimagine real estate. If you've enjoyed listening to this week's episode, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. To stay up to date on leading climate tech trends and topics, join the Cretech Climate Community by clicking the link in our bio. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you join us next week.